Pushes Board Game Things. Uh, welcome to Bush's Board Game Thing, the weekly podcast about board games and the joy of meeting up with friends to play them as well, powered by the awesome people at Satu Games. I'm joined by Brian and Jess, and Jess has got brand new glasses. Look at these glasses. Oh, you noticed. They're Thank very nice. You. I like them. Oh, good. I'm glad you like them. I I have some some thoughts. I don't know if you if anyone wants to hear the thoughts I have on the glasses. Just... Just before you give those thoughts, can you really criticise me in any way with your hair looking like a mad professor who's been electrocuted? I have to say, just for for people listening at home, I I think I speak on behalf of Jess here, I think I've ever seen Brian look more dishevelled than we have seen him right now on this video chat that we're doing to record the podcast. I was out in the garden before before this podcast and I was chopping down a tree and I haven't had time to go and quaffer myself, that's why. So, you know, there's okay. a reason for it. And also lockdown here as well. I've ordered a pair of uh, clippers and I'm going to do a number two all over tomorrow. So, then, so that, that, ways, that's, that, that, that problem solved, okay? Now, anyway, back to the matter at hand. Back to the glasses. Yes, can we talk about your glasses? Yeah. We can talk about my glasses, but just keep in mind that your hair looks completely mad just before you criticise me. So continue. Sure, 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 sure. A couple of things. Uh, first of all, are they, do they cost more than normal glasses because there's so much of them because they're so big? Oh, <laughs> do you know what? It's yeah. funny. When I was in like... school, I used to have really big glasses and my mate Neil used to ask me if I could get Sky Sports on them. <laughs> and it stuck with me to this day. These ah. are designer glasses. The, they have really weird designers <laughs> now with glasses, don't they? They have like, um, do you know what I mean? They have like... Um, uh, Jeff Banks. The... Yeah, the Jeff Banks collection or uh, Bamba Gascoigne or... Uh, do you know what I mean? Who, who is the designer that's oh, I know who the designer is. Design. I actually, I'm, I know about glasses. The designer is... Oh, do various, you? Yeah, yeah. Who it's is a, it? It's a, it's a, <laughs> I can't even get the words out. It's Supolar. Super Supolar. Oh, for God's sake, Brian. I knew you would say something like... <laughs> I thought, genuinely, I thought you knew who it was then for a second. So, wow, he must really know his specs. <laughs> Collection. Look, okay, they are a bit big for my face, but yeah, they, they yeah. do settle in eventually. I think they're nice, but also I've had my it's prescription not a lawn. changed. It's not a lawn. They don't settle in. That's that's it. That's it. That's they look like all the time. So look, this week's episode is all about mobster games. We're going to be talking about games that are to do with gangsters, gangsters, moles, and spats, and driving around and drive-bys and all that kind of thing. And speaking of a warning, can I, which is a big thing in the world of mafia and gangster and stuff like that, can I just tell you about something really weird that's happened to me this week? Um, Monday morning, go to open the front door, and a fox, I believe it to be a fox, had done a poo right in the middle of our doorstep. <gasps> oh, he's sending a signal. It must he be is sending, sending a signal. He is sending a threat. What have you done to wrong the fox? Well, this is the interesting thing, right, Jess, because um, our lovely friend Sarah Champion lent us her dog for a couple of hours because I'm trying to convince my other half, Katie, to let me have a dog. Nice. And I thought, let's test drive a dog for a bit. Uh, so Sarah gave us her dog, Lola, while she was doing some house viewing. So we looked after Lola. So f- for the first time ever, we've had a dog in the house for like a couple of hours. The next mm-hmm. morning, after having Lola for a bit, the dog, Fox goes and leaves a pill on the doorstep. Do you think these these things could be oh. connected? I think so. Maybe the fox has seen the dog or smelt the dog and thought, hold on a minute, this is my territory. Because that fox probably like stalks around your garden at night and it's like his territory. But so it, yeah, yeah, he's obviously sending like a signal, a warning like a gangster would going, this is it. It's do very not gangster. mess with me. It's gone, it's gone sour a bit, my relationship with the foxes, because it was not that long ago, at the tail end of the summer, they were bringing me presents. Like they'd 
brought next door's shoes over. Genuinely true. They, they left like a, a, a croc. Brian had been over the moon about it. They dropped a croc onto our patio. And it's like, they, they're giving me gifts. And now they've, I feel like it's all gone horrible now. They've like done a poo. Do you know what I mean? Bush's board game thing. So we played this week one of my favourite board games of all time, uh, The Godfather, Corleone's Empire uh, by Eric M. Lang, who's rapidly becoming one of my favourite ever game designers. He, he created Chaos Ball and a load of other great games as well uh, by Cool Mini or not. And it basically, it's the Godfather movie. You play as rival uh mafioso families trying to vie for control of Manhattan as it looks like the Don is about sadly to pass on. You're trying to step into the power vacuum and take over uh, Manhattan. Here's what happened when we played. Vying for supremacy once uh, the Don finally dies. On your turn, you're going to play... Just before your... you, Andy, just before you start with the rules, when am I allowed to do the impressions of The Godfather? Uh, well, should just we just get that out of the way? Do you want to get out of the way? Fine, fine. Let's fine. Just do Jess, do you want to go first? I'm gonna go on my, I, no, I'm going to go on my phone whilst you do it, so right, fine. just let me know when you're done, all right? My boy! <laughs> what have I done to my boy? You know, Marlon Brando, Marlon Brando used to put cotton buds in his mouth when he to play The Godfather. Yeah. The real like, skill, though, is doing doing the Godfather impression, but doing something different, like ordering a pizza. Or Can you do him, can you do him ordering a pizza? Well, I'm trying to think, get in his headspace. What, yeah, yeah. what, what pizza would pepperoni. he have? No, oh, he'd, pepperoni. He'd have a meat feast, 100%. Would he? All right, fair enough. No. I'll, I'll be, can I be, um, I'll be the pizza company. Fine. Hello, Tony's Pizzas. It's me, the, okay? God, Hello, sir? God, the Godfather. So you okay? Have you got any, is it two for Tuesday? <laughs> You sound like um, Keith Lemon doing the Mel B impression. Is it Keith Lemon? Can I get yeah? Can I get a bottle of Diet Pepsi Max, uh, Ben and Jerry's dough, and uh, twelve-inch pizza, please? No, it's terrible. You know right, was terrible. it on this this podcast that I learned not that long ago that you can split pizzas in half? Was it with you guys? Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. You let, I just you, can't believe it. You can order half. I half. think about it every day. Okay, I've got it. Do you know what? You're right. I've got it out of my system now. It's fine. Jess, do you want to go quickly? Good. Get out of your system. Do you want to have a do? A quick um, no, I'm all right. Thank you. I think you did enough for all of us. Well, no, I'm going to insist you do. You're joining the mafia now. It's like the <gasps> emergency. You've got to do it. It's the test. Okay. What's my situation? Uh, ordering a mini mini cab. Mini cab. Andy, do you want to be the mini cab company? <laughs> I'll be the mini cab driver. Hello, JC's radio cabs. How can I help you? Oh, I need it. <laughs> Sounds like you need a shit. Are you all right, darling? I really need a cab. Okay, cool. Uh, What's your location? I'm I'm in my house. You come to my house. Yeah, no, do you know what, Andy? It's good good that we've got this out of the way now because I've got got no... I don't want to do any more impressions. I don't want to hear any more impressions. So well done for making this get out of the way first. Right, you you carry on. Carry on with the rules. So here's a map of Manhattan. On your turn, as your crime family... Just a quick question about family members. Do you get to choose which family members they are? Because if so, I'd like to choose like the awkward uncle that don't no one really likes, (laughs) and they they no everyone has to take turns having him at Christmas. Is that an option? Uncle Uncle Ron, who always falls asleep at Christmas after a couple of shandies, that kind of. Well, these are more like um, family members from Italian mafia history. Right, 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 right. I'm going to be the Murfatonis. Okay, let's write this down. Murfatonis. Murfatonis. Jess, what are you going to be? The Antonios. So nothing to do with your name in any way to make it easier for Brian and I to remember, Jess. Oh, sorry. Ten, tenbino. Sorry, uh, uh, tenbino. Ten, tenbino. Tenbino, sorry. I... Tenbinos, the Murfionis, and the Bushies. 
Dear Bushies. Dear yep. Bushies. The bushies. Okay, so the uh, Tambinos are going to go first, the Tambino family. Jess, you get to play one of your uh, thugs. So I'm going to put my thug um, in the upper west side and hopefully collect a booze token. Fantastic. There you go. One booze token goes to Jess. Go. It yes. goes round to Brian, because we'll go clockwise. Brian, the, sorry, no, the Murfionis. Thank you very your much. Two cards here. So is there a card that says send them? I want to send a message. Can I send a message at this early stage? You can. When you there's a thing called a drive-by card that you get access yep. to. Uh, you can drop other people's uh, family members having machine gun them down into the Hudson, which is a fantastic part. Wow. Of this game. Great, great, great. But I can't do that yet. That's fine. That's fine. Unable um, to do that just yet. Can I demand that somebody gives me respect? Uh, yes, that's part of the game, but not just yet. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send my. Uh, what was it? I'm going to do, Andy. Send your family member your co- what's that word? Consigliere. 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 So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna send my and forgive me if I don't pronounce this quite right, consigliere yeah. into uh, Central Park. Famously played by Robert Duval in the Godfather film. Is that right? Yeah. Well, there you go. Now, the cool thing about the family member is you shake down the back of all adjacent businesses. So you get a boost token, a gun token, you get to oh. bank one bit of money, yep. and you get one dollar. Absolutely brilliant. So it would give Brian booze, gun. New York is trembling. One dollar. And you get it to is. bank one of yours. So I presume you bank the three. Boom. Fantastic. Great. A great, a great round so you, for me there. That's fantastic. I'm going to go and shake down over in Brooklyn. This is a good way to learn. If you're planning to go to New York on a holiday, by the way, go and play The Godfather because all the different sectors and areas of New York are all laid mm-hmm. out for you. I'm going to go to Brooklyn. I'm going to get blood money, which is that symbol there. And it gives me one of those. It goes back round to Jess. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, Jess? Can what are you going to do? What are you going to do, Jess? Nothing. You're going to do nothing. Jesus. I'm a nice thug. I'm like a nice gangster family. We're not that big. So, We're just hey guys, right. can I have my can I have my um, protection money? Look, no worries if not. No worries. Yeah, next cool. next so week's fine. A good time for yeah, no, that's for, fine. That's fine. Don't worry about the, it. Um... I will come back next week. That's Don't me. worry about it. I'm far too chill to be a gangster. Okay, so I'm going to put my family member between Upper West Side and Chelsea, so I can shake down all of the adjacent good. businesses, which should get me some blood money and some guns. Which is good. Guns. Nice. You're very close to Boost. my area of influence in Central Park. Job. I just want to say now, back off, Jess, all right? Back uh, off. I'm not being funny, Brian, but my thug was in Central Park way before your stupid family member was. Now, this is cool. In your next turn, Jess, you can play, trade in one gun, which you've got, to mm. gun down one enemy thug. So say if you wanted to get back oh. into a district that Brian's blocking or I'm blocking, you get $3 plus you chuck someone in the Hudson. They shake down one of your guys, you shake down one of their guys. He, he killed one of your guys, you put one of their guys in the morgue. What's that from? Another classic. Sound like, um, something from Fraggle Rock. Or yeah, you're right. Muppets. Just... Hey, I got a joke for you, Jess. Jess. Oh, God. Knock, knock. Yes. God. Knock, knock. Who's there? Dishes. Dishes who? Dishes Sean Connolly! <laughs> oh, you're ruining this. Can I kill anybody? You've only got yet? two thugs left. You've got two can thugs I, no. Can I kill anybody? No. I want to go to the pawnbroker. Let's go to the pawnbroker. So you get $1, and then you get the first player token, the horse's head in the bed. Yes. Jess, which means yes. when the next turn goes around, you start first. Um, I've got a take the cannelloni card. Um, yeah. So I'm going to play that, and I have to spend one gun and $3, which I've got. So um, I'm going to spend my gun and $3, and I think I get to shoot someone. 
you get to shoot an enemy thug. So oh, any of the other square-based soldiers, of the other players. You're going to obviously shoot Andy because that's the, that's the logical thing to do. You shouldn't you? No, no, don't go for me because I will meet force with force. Jess, let me just say Brian, that now. you took threat, no, 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 no. You took the first play token from me, so I'm going to shoot that's down one of your thugs and drop you in the Hudson. It's Go murder. On, that is Bush, murder. Do it. Murder. Which here we murder. go. So Brian's thug gets shot outside the oh, um, uh, pawnbrokers. He hadn't even he he hadn't even got all the stuff out of the bloody pawnbrokers yet. Doesn't matter. That's it. He wanted to get a, place, get a PlayStation and a gold necklace. That's what he wanted to get from the pawnbrokers. And an old Wii uh, Nintendo Wii, slightly <laughs> off yellow color. Just lying is he, is he wearing cement? Dishes. Is he wearing cement shoes? Concrete slippers is the uh, the the gangster. If you go into a gangster environment, Brian, talking about cement shoes, you're going to be laughed out the speakeasy. <laughs> so there you go. There's the Godfather uh, from Cool Mini or Not Corleone's Empire. Pretty simple game. I mean, it looks a bit complicated when you look at it like that. But did you guys enjoy? It? I, 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 it's my favourite game. We play it with our 11 year old daughter quite a bit. I like the brute force aspect of it. I like the fact you could go and shake people down, and there, mm. was, there wasn't there, yeah, there wasn't like weird machinations that you had to think two steps ahead. You could just go and like f things up. <laughs> <laughs> you, how did you feel about getting dropped into the Hudson by uh, yeah. by Jess, Brian? You did. That's quite a bloody nose for you, I would say. Do you know what mm. I mean? Well, look, I know I'm at the top of my board game powers at the moment, and you two are always going to be coming for me. So it's it, I'm used to it now. I'm used to it. It just makes me stronger. You know, what doesn't kill you? Well, it did kill me because I'm in the Hudson, but yeah, it yeah, makes me stronger. <laughs> Check it out now on uh, Zatu's website. That is The Godfather, Corleone's Empire, which is a fantastic game. Uh, just to interrupt very, very uh, slightly into this stream of chat about uh, mafia and mobsters and stuff like that as well, I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who's got in touch on Instagram at Board Game Thing or via our email, podcast at zatu.co.uk, and have suggested brilliant songs for Jess's roller skating playlist. Uh, it's out there now. Have a little list, have a little look if you follow me on Twitter at Bush on the Radio. I think we put it on our um, Instagram page as well. We've had hundreds and hundreds of different song selections that I've put into a little playlist on Spotify. So suggest you can listen whilst you're skating about. So Young at Heart by the Bluebells on there. A few nice. people suggested Club Tropicana. Hey, Mickey. Uh, someone did a suggest as well, the body form uh, advert music, which they are roller skating in that as well. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, body form. How's the roller skating going, Jess? It going all right? Yeah, it's good. I had my first fall this week. Oh. Oh. So I went out when it was a bit dark and I hit a tiny stone and I went down hard um my bum hurts a bit uh but i got straight back up i go um i go roller skating with my friend elspeth uh-huh. um and, and she's very good she does yoga and she's very fit so yeah. she like glides around like this angel and then i kind of just wobble around and fall over but yeah i had my first fall but i feel like it's good i've got it out of the way um we'll go in for a longer roller skating sesh soon really? but i think the reason why i fell over was because because i'm a bit nervy on my skates and my friend elspeth said um I think you should have a can of gin and tonic before you do it. You know, loose, loosen you up, loose. Drink you know, skating. Make, yeah, make you a little bit less scared. And I was like, do you know what, Elspeth? That is a brilliant idea. So she brings two cans of gin and tonic. I drink one whole one. What I didn't realise is those cans of gin and tonic that you get in supermarkets are doubles. Um, so I was roller skating around and I just, I, I lost my nerve. I lost my nerve. It was too much alcohol. There was a line and I think I went over it a little bit. Um, I thought you were going to be liberated by the alcohol. It would make you, you know, yeah, leave behind it, all of your kind of apprehensions. 
Yeah, it was a bit too much, though. I just needed a single gin and tonic, not a double gin and tonic <laughs> on an empty stomach whilst I'm roller skating on concrete, you know. Um, so, yeah, I went down hard. But, you know, I got straight back up again and I started skating again. So we're going to go for yes. a longer sesh. Um, my next sesh, obviously, I'll have the playlist in my ears as well, yeah. which would be great. So I'm hoping to get better soon. I'm just looking at the playlist now. It's got some good, got some good stuff in it. got some good stuff in it. Wired for Sound. I love that song. That is... Even People give give Cliff Richard a hard time and they say he's not very fashionable, but (laughs) Wired for Sound is probably one of the best bangers I've heard in about 35 years. It's it's a very, very good song. Crash the Primitives, maybe not so... Uh, Rolling Limp Biscuit. Skater Boy by Avril Lavigne. A few people suggested that. That is on the playlist. That's an absolute cracker. Uh, Let's look at some very quickly, some other gangster games, mobster games that you will love with no doubt. Brian and I have played on many occasions with some friends. Oh, have you? Have you now? Sorry, this is before the the board game thing became a thing. Uh, Oh, yeah, okay. Brian and and our little group of friends, we played uh, online a fantastic mobster game called La Cosa Nostra by Edge Entertainment, uh, which is quite a brutal game. You kind of play as, again, rival gangster factions, just trying to knock each other out of business in a Manhattan-type environment. But it's one of those weird games, and sometimes these are a bit. this can be a bit divisive with board games, where you can be quite nasty to each other. I know we had a little flash of it there in, in The Godfather, where you dump Brian into the Hudson, but um, La Cosa it. Nostra is just full of terrible deal-making and backstabbing and stuff. So my favourite thing about that game is you can, well, I think it's you can you can say look if jess if you come in and you lend me your uh construction is it a construction firm or whatever to do yeah. this robbery i'll pay you mm-hmm. uh x amount afterwards and then you go yeah okay, okay that's a good deal i'll take that and then i take your things i do the robbery i get the money then afterwards i i can in the rules of the game i can just go nah i'm not i'm not doing that i'm not paying you nothing oh, really? there's nothing you can do about it <laughs> that's my favorite that. thing and I never win at that game, never ever, because I burn my bridges far too quickly. Yeah. I double cross everybody in the first round, and then this is this is an impression of me in later in the game. Look, look, I know, I know that I double crossed you <laughs> three times already, but this time, I swear, I swear to God, I will not double cross you again. He was like Lance Armstrong arguing for another go on the bike. Just give us, just give us one more go. Let me, let me do one stage, please. Come on, give us one more chance. Uh, so that is um, La Cosa Nostra, which is a fantastic uh, gangster game. We've also been sent a game by um, a company that have just made a new game that they've just put out. And it's called Mob Sitters by the uh, lovely people at East Street Games. So this is almost like a prototype. It's about to come out. I think you can get hold of it fairly soon. Uh, and it's an outrageously fun and simple card game. You're a greedy babysitter working for a mob boss who can get out who can get out with the most cash whilst also evading arrest and the wrath of the mobster boss so it's an I unusual combination of babysitting and babysitting comes in yeah okay fair enough they, well they did that thing where you go name first and then board game i think is that what it was? <laughs> well then, we'll see and then they they went are we gonna make this so i'm joking i'm joking it sounds really good it sounds quite fun actually it's a cool game. I think you can get that right now. That's from East Street Games. And also another one uh, I just want to put forward for consideration is one of my favourite games at the moment right here that we've been playing during lockdown three is Mobster Metropolis, which is this weird, almost someone described it as a, a mix between Ikea and organised crime in that you have to fit my your... favourite. Well, this is a good combination, isn't it? You have to fit your buildings of, uh, you know, like, prohibition moonshine booze making things and uh, uh sketchy bars and munitions factories but you've got to fit them perfectly into your patch of territory so it's a little bit like tetris where you sneak them all oh. together whilst there's 
Do you play, you know, uh, cards and all that kind of stuff as well? And then it's one of my favorite can you games. Buy, can you buy roll mop herrings? And then at the end, there's like a hot dog stand where you can buy really cheap hot dogs. And no one knows why the hot dogs are so cheap. But then you're just thinking, well, they're so cheap, I'm just going to eat the hot dogs. It is my favorite bit of going to Ikea. Is I, I can endure any form of torture of being dragged around there and stood there whilst Katie goes through different colour carpets and all that kind of thing. As long as I know I'm going to get a hot dog at the end, mm. I'm happy. Also as well, I don't know if anyone else listening does this, I regularly, back in the day when I used to live in Bristol, because we we had Ikea right at the bottom of where we lived, we used to go to Ikea just for our tea. Yeah. Well, you'd have you'd had meatballs and chips for dinner. But yeah. then would you have to, to get the tea, would you have to go the whole way around the one-way system? No, no, because mm. we knew that we knew the cut through. So what you do is you Ooh. come in through the back bit... <laughs> And they go straight up to the restaurant. Go through homewares, through the soft, through the soft furnishings, and there you are. Andy, I've got there a question go. for you. Of all the board games I've played, I've never played a gangster game where it's a British gangster game. It's like a Cockney. Oh mate, how's it going? Oh, mm. my name's Terry, point. Terry the Bastard. All that sort of stuff. Is, <laughs> are there any? Are there any British gangster games or like a craze uh, gangster game? That's a really good point. I don't think there is. I genuinely don't think there is anything based on what is a fantastic... That would be an amazing board game, wouldn't it? I mean, I know we do the pitch on this show at the end, but that would be a great idea for a board game. Uh, kind of craze. Um, what else is there? Flick knives. Going about striping people. That kind of stripe, yeah. And that old-fashioned... Do you remember the... People used to punch each other weirdly in, in the olden days. You know where you do like a punch like... This is not going to work on a podcast, but they do like a small... They used to pull each other's jackets down and then yep. hit them a few times in the solar plexus. Do you yep, know what I mean? That yep, kind of... Yep. I tell you what, you also don't get anymore. You used to get, you used to get it a lot in the sixties and seventies. Is a, a kosh. No one has koshes yeah. anymore. Um, good old koshes. No. That's a really good point. They don't. Yeah. The old days of like uh, koshing uh, the driver of like a, a gold bullion van. Yep. You just yep. don't. It's, it's different times, isn't it? Now. Different maybe maybe that's a board game we can pitch to to one of the board game companies. Kosh. Kosh. <laughs> Three to six players. And then the exclamation mark is shaped like the kosh. Kosh. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's, that's so good. That's a good, good. idea. What, what, whilst we're on it, what is a kosh? How do you make a kosh? It's like a small uh, leather sort of, uh, about the size of a sausage, I think, maybe, but it's heavy. It's a heavy, it's really heavy, heavy sausage. use it to bush back of the head. This is an episode all about m- mafia games, mob games, that kind of thing. Whilst we're on that subject, what is your favourite mobster movie of all time, then, right now? Your favourite um, so mobster films aren't quite my vibe. Um, I'm very much a person that likes films about emotion and human connection. It's very emotional um, when you have to kill people. So, you know. Yeah, but like yeah, not yeah, that kind of point. vibe. But so I think, um, so I actually haven't seen The Godfather. I thought I had. Because, well, I got it confused with the one where the pram goes down the stairs really slowly. That's, That's the untouchable. Yeah. yeah. That one. So I've seen that one. I like that one. Also, I was thinking of one, but I don't know if it counts as a mobster film, but uh-huh. I really enjoyed it. It's quite harrowing. I think it's called it, Harry Kane. It's no. not called Harry Kane. Harry Kane's Harry, the footballer. Harry Kane's the striker for Spurs. <laughs> Harry Brown, I think it's called. <laughs> Harry Kane. It's because Harry. it's, 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 it's the, Michael Kane. It's because Michael Kane's in it. He gets, a, uh, he gets a hamstring injury, doesn't he? Or his yeah. glutes go during the middle of a Champions well, League just, game. Oh, it's terrifying. <laughs> Jess, let me t- let me just check if it is Harry Kane. When you watched this film, was it just a guy just going, "Well, you know, it's great to get the three points." You know, obviously, obviously, it's disappointing, but next week we go again, we go again. Is it that? Because if, if it was that, that is Harry Kane. It wasn't that. It's a very gruesome film with um, mate Michael Kane. That's why I said it. And Plan B, um, and this and Jack O'Connell as well. But it's like I think it's about like London gangs. I think. Oh, good. This is why a board game needs to be about it. We need to get a flipping London gang board game going on. 
what's your favourite uh, gangster film, Andy? I'm going to go for Lawless, the, the, the movie about prohibition oh, and stuff yeah. with Tom Hardy and all that kind of stuff. Do you remember that? That's a really good, nasty little... It seems like an horrible time to be alive, all that kind of... I'd, I'd hate that, but, you know, you go into bed and you're not sure if someone's going to creep in with one of those old-fashioned Lugers or a <laughs> machine gun that fires pies like in... Uh, what was that movie called with their pies coming out of machine guns? Uh, it was okay? a musical. But, but, but Al Capone. Bugsy Malone. Bugsy Malone, that was it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. What about you, Brian? What's your favourite gangster movie? See, I do, I do like Goodfellas, but I do wonder if it's you know when you say when someone says my favourite film is The Shawshank Redemption, and you just think, all right, that's like saying my favourite ice cream is vanilla ice cream. Yeah, it's a good, but it's what everybody yeah. says. Like, if you see someone they've got a poster of The Shawshank Redemption up in their house, you're like, what's what are you doing? What's what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, so that's why bit, I don't yeah. want to say Goodfellas. Even though it's right. one of the one of the best gangster films of all time, so I'm going to say uh, The Long Good Friday. Anyone ever seen The Long Good Friday of Bob Hoskins? No, no, I've not seen that. Oh, honestly, if you want to watch a good, great British gangster movie, watch The Long Good Friday with Bob Hoskins. Basically, he's was he uh, doing double shift or something? Was he? He's called Harold Shand, and he's a he's a oh, mob boss nice. in in London, and someone's out to get him, and he's trying to work out who it is. And right. there's a there's a cameo from Pierce Brosnan right at the end, and that's it, really. That's all. And oh, and and oh. the the second main character in it is Charlie from Casualty. <laughs> what? Really, blinky yeah, yeah. blinky Charlie from Casualty. Yeah. Blinky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's oh definitely worth a watch. Brilliant film. I would love to be though. You know, talking all the different hierarchy of mobsters and gangsters and stuff like that. There'd be something quite liberating about being a goon or a muscle or a thug like we had in the in the. Yeah. Uh, the gangster board game we played a bit earlier on. Don't have to think of any schemes at all. Yeah. You just get told where you need to be, what you need to do. And I'm sure when if you're a thug or a goon, you get home at nine, nine o'clock at night, kick your spats off, watch telly, have your <laughs> ham, egg and chips. You don't have to worry about it the next day. You don't, yeah. don't give it another thought. Yeah. I don't have to worry about the management problems in the organisation. Yeah. You're just there. You're just clocking, clock out. Do you reckon there is a health plan with being a gangster? So say if I'm, I'm a thug or a goon for you, right? And... Yeah. I come down with um, a bit of flu and I'm off for two weeks. Do you think you get paid for those two weeks or is it just when you work on or off? Or do you get holidays? Like, or do you, is it like freelance? Do when you, do you, how do you get it's paid? Do you, do you invoice? Do you think they invoice? <laughs> well, look, if, you want, if you are a mobster, you've got any views on mobsters? You've got any, <laughs> any, any angle on whether there is a healthcare plan for the mobster network back in New York in the 1950s at board game thing right now. In the meantime, let's do Brian's Board Game Fact of the Week. Brian's Board Game Fact of the Week. Who would you say is the number one gangster of all time? Al Capone. Al Capone, exactly. Had syphilis, by the way. He had really syphilis? Bad, yeah, he died of syphilis. He had a really bad case of syphilis and his brain rotted away. How do you get... How do, is it like, what do you mean? How do you get syphilis? That's how you, how you get syphilis, is you do a bit of the old... <laughs> You know, is that old. how he got it? Girls would have been all over him. He's the, he's the ultimate bad boy. He would have been getting it left, right, and centre. Well, yeah, probably, yeah. So, but he had, he had, had syphilis, and uh, he went. I think he went senile in the end, and it ate away at his brain and mm. his face, and that's how he how he died. Yeah, mm. I think he lived quite long. Um, famously caught. How did he? How did he get caught? What did he? What did he actually do time for? If you, if the Untouchables is your favourite film, you know this, Jess. Come on. Did he? Uh, was he caught leaving know. Waitrose with a bottle of wine that he'd forgotten to pay with? That's exactly what it was. Yes. How That's did you it know? Uh, no, it was um, it was tax evasion. They got him for not paying taxes. So it goes back oh, to our earlier point. The there is obviously there is obviously 
uh, a sort of uh, admin system in place with mobsters. Maybe he should have got a, yeah. had a better head of HR. Oh, imagine being his accountant. Imagine being in the gallery going, oh, my God, he's been done for tax. And you're his accountant. You would be packing your bags and legging it. You'd be terrified, wouldn't you? He'd be all over you, wouldn't he? Al, Al, listen, mate. Yeah, no, no. Co- <laughs> well, it was the self-assessment deadline, wasn't it? And I, I did I did press it, but you know what their website's like, Al? I'm so sorry. I've been on the phone to HMRC, Al, for half an hour here, mate. I'm trying my best. I'm really sorry. I'm trying my best. Have you got a birth certificate? Okay, I know you were born in Sicily, but have you got... Okay, fine. Anyway, the fact of the week is, the fact of the week is, him and his brother, who is also a gangster, I can't remember his Barry brother's Capone. name. Uh, Steve Barry Capone. Capone. Barry Capone. <laughs> Dave Capone. <laughs> Tony, Tony Capone. He, uh, Al Capone essentially invented something which we all take for granted today. And do you know what that was? Go on. Best before dates on milk. That's Al Whoa, Capone. Get out of That's get Bel- out Al Capone. How, how? How is the guy that's one of the most famous, notorious, ruthless gangsters of all time? Yep. We've been playing a board game that's kind of about him. Yep. Do any have anything to do with milk and, and its best before date? He's also a dairy farmer. No, he. So this, this is how this is how it, how it happened. You know, in, back in the, like the old days with the gangsters, it was all okay. Sure, they shook you down, but the protection yeah. money also meant protection. And mm-hmm. uh, one of their friends, or one of the people that they protected, his his kid got really really ill from drinking off milk, right? And so they went, right. and they didn't. They didn't go through official channels. They didn't write a strongly worded complaint, then go to the dairy farmers. <laughs> they went round and beat the living crap out of the dairy farmers, and said, "You need to get a sis- You need to sort it out. You and all the other dairy farmers in Illinois, uh, you need to sort out and have some sort of system in place where we can tell whether or not this milk is good or bad, or when it's been made. And so, because of that, they put best before dates on the milk bowls, and then everyone around the world, everyone around in America, thought, "Oh, that's actually a brilliant idea," and it got. It, Adopted as industry standard. So next time That's you amazing. see best before on your milk, thank Al Capone and his brother and just oh, Ralph, thanks, Ralph Capone. And try and put the whole syphilis thing out of your mind whilst you're having your Rice Krispies as well, because it's going to taint it yeah, a bit, isn't it? Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Brian, that's a cracking board game fact of the week. You're on fire. Okay, we're going to do the pitch in a second where one of you guys gets to pitch a board game idea that you've come up with. Very quickly, we started off talking about Jess's roller skating career at the very beginning of this. Uh, we are obviously here live now heading towards the weekend. Uh, new sport. It's good that you're embracing a new sport, Jess. I think that's a brilliant thing. I want to do a board game thing special about sports board games at some point Ooh. in the not-too-distant future. Brian, have you, have you got into any new sports? Would you ever try a new sport, something a bit different, a sport you've never done before previously? What? Watching... Or participating, participating in because me and you played badminton for. A I was about bit, to say we? we played badminton, but but you are the not the worst person to play in the world against. But you you're very you were very tough on yourself, and for a, for a <laughs> yeah, man like but... me, for a man like me that thrives, that absolutely thrives on getting in people's heads. Oh, you was, got in my head. Yeah, I didn't even like it. It was too much. It was like taking candy from a baby. It was it was it was awful. Because we couldn't really yeah. enjoy it because you were just, you were literally, you weren't quite John McEnroe territory, but you were you were close. <laughs> I, that's what I'm like. I, I'm very tough on myself. I'm very tough on That's why I'd be a terrible, like, solo tennis player or, you know, like, on your own yeah. on a tour. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't smack my head against, like, changing room lockers yeah, and stuff Yeah, you were like doing that, all that you know sort of stuff. And the amount of times that you came really close to winning a game and then you thought about the fact you were coming really close to winning a game and then you the absolutely, yips. absolutely effed it. 
absolutely effed it. You get inside your own head. Well, we need to we need to go and try a new sport. I mean, I, I'm impressed by Jess's getting into roller skating. I, I'm going to start looking around for like maybe there's like a when one thing's about to know we could play as a kabaddi group nearby or something like that. Do you remember kabaddi? I tell you what, you two should do, and it's like it really suit your personalities and and your vibe and you know your you know kind of what you stand for hang on a minute do bowls both of you should go down the bowls club and play bowls oh it'd be brilliant well they say it looks like he's gonna kill me old fellas in white outfits and stuff like that rolling a rolling a ball along the floor you two would love that do you know because i feel i feel aware of my age a bit more than ever before now because and i don't want to moan about getting the vaccine that's great i just wish they hadn't done the over 40s get the vaccine do you know what i mean because it's kind of flagged me up a little bit because obviously the the whole COVID vaccine for people who are seventy plus has been rolled out and stuff, which is brilliant. But why have they done it? Over forties are going to get it next thing. Can't we just be mixed in with all the other thirty year olds and live no. twenty year olds and stuff like that as well? Afraid not. No, it's just not fair. That's not. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll no doubt be queuing up in me bowls outfit. It'll be absolutely fine. Right, let's do the pa- uh, let's do the pitch where one of you guys gets to pitch us an idea for a board game. This is duly noted. Teenage bedroom mousetrap is her game idea you move around the board avoiding overflowing bins collect lost crockery glasses cutlery to make a set find the source of the horrible smell final boss battle in the game is to distract the teenager from video games to respond in more than one syllable and grunts i think this has big potential i think there could be lots of things you have to avoid um maybe you have to avoid them having a partner over they're trying oh. to sneak sneak a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend into their room and you've got to kind of deal with that. I think that's good. I think the the, the video game thing's quite good as well. Um, I think there's a lot of potential. Maybe you catch them sneaking out as well. Maybe you get points for how many pint glasses you can have under your bed because that's what teenagers do, don't they? They don't ever bring their glasses downstairs. Yep. Or you can text your mum for... Maybe there's a thing where you text your mum to say what you want for tea even though she's just downstairs and yeah. you're just upstairs. Um, also, uh, Brian has this look on his face. Uh, I just know he's up to something. I've been looking at him for the past 30 seconds, and I know I know he's going to say something about the bin. And, and this is no. how well I think I know him, no. but he's going to say something about the bin or something under the bed. And that's what he's going to... Do not change be. what you're going to so, say now. So, so, here's my suggestions for it. If you want to make it realistic, maybe there's versions where you can you choose a teenage boy or a teenage girl, so different things. But my version would be like teenage boy. And you have to, uh, A, <laughs> find the grumble. Grumble. What? Grumble, Mag. Find the, find the grumble. What's that? What's you know, grumble? The, the, the grumble. Grumble, Mag. What's grumble? I've never heard adult, of grumble. Adult reading material. Adult reading material. Oh, a porn magazine. Yeah, oh, a bit of grumble. <laughs> oh, an adult magazine. Yes, yes, I've yes. I've never so heard that, of it. You know, you get a certain amount of points for finding it, whether it's under the under, in, in his drawer. Under what was his, the hiding place? What was your hiding place? I could never do it under a mattress because I shared it uh, with, uh, with my brother and I was on the top bunk. So, <laughs> so we'd that's see the thing it. with <laughs> it, there's no privacy in Borstal, was there? That's the you thing. know, you know, you know those, you know, um, in uh, movies like The Great Escape where they'd they'd like they construct a secret sort of like panel underneath one of the beds. There was a wardrobe, you know, those built-in wardrobes you get in the house, and I yeah. there was like a knock-through panel which I kept all my <laughs> not just. Not just magazine, other things as well. Other things as well uh, that you wanted to keep secret from your brother in there, um, and also, uh, and this look again. I'm going down this route again, but this is all that teen- this is all teenage boys do. 
I think that there needs to be a bit where uh, you immediately lose all your points if you accidentally go into the bedroom and something's happening. You, they're doing, they're up to right. something, and if you accidentally catch them at it, <laughs> that's it. You lose all your points and you go back to square one. The, I'm yeah. sure there's an urban myth, famous story of yep. that yep. kind of behaviour going on with earphones and a cup of tea left next to them. And they discover it that the mum's dropped a cup of tea in whilst they were. <laughs> doing that kind of stuff oh, i'm sure man. as a girl jess you don't all this stuff yeah, just exactly. seems yeah, disgusting boy behavior do you know what i mean yeah. what were you doing pressing flowers no. is that what you're doing jess when you're a teen, teenager R- writing in your writing in your diary no i was mean i was a mean grumpy emo teenager so i was probably Whoa. like singing lyrics like mum you totally don't get me. don't understand you don't you understand like big jumper we like gothy big jumper and oh, all that yeah. kind of stuff jess Big side fringe, big into the... I was a massive emo, yeah. I loved it. Joy, I think it's one final thing on this whole generational thing, because um, my, my other half, Katie, is like nearly 10 years younger than me. She, uh, a lot of her photos of a particular era, and this must be an era for girls, where there was like a big fringe era, wasn't oh, there? Where yeah. You had a, a sweep across fringe Huge right across fringe. your eyebrows, almost across your eye a bit right to the corner yeah, there. Yeah, it used to cover my eye, and I actually think that's like where Gabrielle. my stigmatism came from. Yeah, I think it's where my stigmatism in my eye came from, because I was only ever looking out of one eye. I genuinely think I've given myself that from from my big um, fringe going across well, there you my go. face. And we, and we come full circle, Jess mentioning um, her prescription problem with her eyes that uh, obviously was about the glasses that we started talking about right at the very beginning of this podcast. It brings us to an end of another edition of Bush's Board Game Thing. More questions than answers to this one, I think, folks. If you want to see any of the games that we've talked about to do with mobsters, gangsters, that kind of thing, play The Godfather by a Call Me or Not. It's a fantastic game. Have a look out for them on Zatu's website uh, right now as well. Uh, and in, in the interim, until we meet again next week, if there are anything any things you want to talk about you just drop us a, a little message on our instagram at board game thing what's everyone up to this evening what are you having for your tea you two before i let you go oh i'm having something really exciting so i'm recreating a mcdonald's breakfast what? i'm i'm having i'm having a bagel what i have from mcdonald's breakfast um it's a corn patty because i'm like basically vegetarian <sighs> egg and cheese and i'm gonna have some chicken nuggets on the side because i'm a grown-up i don't have any children or a husband i can eat what i want when i want and it's going to be amazing i kind of i do kind of envy you a little bit yeah, there, Jess. Yeah, McDonald's just breakfast. Very, very impressed. if you're not if you're not roller skating and drinking gin and tonic and falling over in town yeah. you're recreating your own takeaway meals and i respect exactly. that what about you Brian, Brian? what are you having i've already eaten my dinner i've had chili with the kids and the oh, problem yeah, is the problem is though the problem is though, because uh, you have to have it. We have it with the kids. It's not very hot. They have to make it really mild. Mm. So I basically just had mince, mince and onions with rice. Mm. Mince and onions. <laughs> and you'll be having toast. We, 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 is that you done now for the evening food wise? You're going to eat again, aren't you, mate? Oh, you're yeah. going to eat again. You eat so there's going to so be there's going to be snackage at about nine o'clock, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah. Watch this space. It's going to be a party. Mm. That's another episode of Board Game Thing. Oh, we will see on you a in... minute. Stop a minute. Oh, yeah. What are oh, you yeah. having for your tea? I'm having a pucker pie, oven Ooh. chips and baked beans. Yeah. What's in the pie? Absolute what? Gorgeous. P- pie, chips and beans Stunning. is one of my favourite meals. Thank you, Jess. Thank you very much. Is that to keep you going when you're down the mine later on? Is that, is that why you're having <laughs> that, Why would you? I love it. I absolutely love it. Oh, my God, I'm starving even thinking about it. Right, I'm, I'm done talking to you two. I'm having me pie, chips and beans. I'll see the rest of you lot, as in the audience, next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.